0: Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 127, How to Avoid End of the Year Meltdown for Teachers. Okay, so when I was writing this title, I was thinking, teacher meltdown? What about student meltdown? But I think meltdown can happen to all of us, teachers included, and media specialists for sure or maybe that is just me. (laughs) One way to prevent student meltdown, which can also help prevent teacher meltdown, but one way to prevent student meltdown is to keep a consistent schedule. I know this is so hard at this time of year. Everything changes with testing and, you know, end of the year celebrations and all kinds of things go on and our schedule gets all messed up. But if we can keep it as consistent as possible, this will really, really help. And I talked about five captivating themes in last week's episode, um, podcast episode 126, five captivating themes for your end of the year bonanza. So you can check that out if you want to. And that should really help with student meltdown. And honestly, it may even help with your own meltdown. But that's not what we're going to talk about because we're not going to talk about student meltdown. We're going to talk about teacher meltdown and what we can do to prevent that. So today, I'm going to talk specifically to you and to your end-of-the-year sanity. So let's get crazy. Get it? (laughs) Hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Deberry Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Deberry. Hey. Okay, so before we get started, I want to make sure that you got your free memory book from last week because that will also help you know, give you some, an activity to do towards the end where kids can fill out things about themselves and what their favorites from the year and some special memories. And then they can have their friends sign or sign the, like it has a little autograph section and also has a um, place for photos. And so it's really fun. It's free. You can grab it. You can grab it. You know, and I actually said that last week and then I didn't, put it up like I forgot. So I didn't link to it. So it, it you can find it at Trina Debris and Learning.com forward slash memory. Or you can just go to One Tired Teacher episode 126 and grab it at the end of that. Actually I'll drop it in the show notes for today's show as well to make it easier for you to grab. So let's talk about how to stay zen as the year winds down. Cause it can be hard. It's really hard. And first of all, I do want to give you permission to melt down and freak out, preferably in private, away from kids and family, but it's really okay to feel our feelings. And this time of year, it can be heavy. There's a lot going on. Some of us have evaluations and we have, again, we've got testing and we've got report cards to do and end of the year things and placements and placement meetings and Oh, placement cards and all kinds of things. It's just a lot. It's a lot. And if you are in the media center or you are STEM teacher, maybe you're doing inventory and all of that can just be a lot. So it's really okay for you to feel your feelings. And if you're frustrated or you're sad or you're having a hard time, it's okay. It's 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 heavy and you can put it down. And sometimes I get so annoyed with all the positivity. It feels like toxic positivity. I didn't even know that was a thing. I used to not understand why I would feel so upset when someone would tell me to like, you know, be happy, be cheerful. My grandmother used to say, put on a happy face. And she was like, think happy thoughts. And it used to make me feel so irritated because I wasn't purposely trying to think about bad thoughts. I, I actually have depression and anxiety and I didn't, at that time, even know what that was. And so that kind of positive, it can be toxic. And that is actually a thing where you, where the positivity, someone is telling you to like buck up basically can be toxic. We have to allow ourselves to really feel our feelings. And if you're rolling your eyes right now and you're thinking, nope, sometimes we just have to deal with it. Sometimes we do have to deal with it, but we also don't have to always say that. It really is okay for people to feel upset or mad or frustrated. And honestly, when you give people permission to feel their feelings and they do and they come out on the other side, it's so much better. Just saying. All right, so that's one thing I want you to know that you definitely have permission to feel however you're feeling. And if you are struggling and you need to relieve some pressure, I'm gonna give you a few ideas because there are a few ideas when you're feeling really stressed out. One of them is Exercise. I know. And not everybody loves to do it. It's really good for your body. It's really good for your brain and your mind. So exercise. It's it's even better... If you do something that's like kind of a little bit more forceful, like running, running or kickboxing, those kind of activities are really good right now for exercise because it kind of makes any aggression that you're feeling, it helps relieve some of that. Another helpful tip for relieving some stress can be to throw things. I know that sounds crazy, but find a a safe space and throw things. It's really all right. And that takes me right to an activity that I did recently called go to a smash room. Yeah, smash room. I went to a smash room. I think I talked about it on the podcast. I went with my friend, Melanie, who I taught with for years. And she's like a little sister to me. And I mean, I helped hire her when she first started teaching. She's so amazing. I love her. She's great. And we had we went to we were really frustrated about, you know, life and whatever. And so I took her to a smash room and we just smashed the crap. I don't know what else to say out of some, some objects. Like we, what you do is you get like a bat and a, and a, um, a crowbar and you get a like mallet and a sledgehammer, all these really like cool, heavy things. And you, you get like a, some baskets of of cups and plates and glasses and stuff like that. And you just throw it against the wall and you smash stuff. And then we got a printer and we just beat that to death. And I'm telling you, I know that makes me sound crazy, but it was so, it was like a relief. In fact, I probably could have stayed a little bit longer because I didn't have that total sense of ah, where you let it go. And my daughter has done this twice. And she said the second time she was crying and emotional and she was letting it go. And she like physically felt it leave her body. And I'm like, that is awesome. And I actually used to do this with kids last year that were were having a hard time with their anger and or their feelings and feeling really frustrated, instead of asking them to just put on a happy face, I said, let's go, let's go get some aggression out. And there was this area in the back of the school that had like these, it was like three walls, and it had like an opening that you could walk into. And I, we would take rocks and stuff and throw them against the wall and like hit it with sticks. And it felt really good. So that is something that really helps. I know it sounds crazy, and it's hard to do. I feel like it's hard for people to do. And maybe even for teachers, because we like to be in control. We like to have control of things. And when you're throwing things, you kind of don't feel like you're in control. But as soon as you really allow yourself to like lean in, you're going to let go. You're going to let go of some of that heaviness. I'm telling you. Another thing to do is scream into a pillow. That works as well. So those are some ideas if you need to relieve some stress. That will help you prevent you from having like a full-on meltdown at school which has happened to me I've had a meltdown at school where I've cried and even in front of my students which I'm not you know proud to say that's that I try not to ever do that but it happens it happens every once in a while and it was not good in fact I was known for like being really emotional which I don't think is a good thing to be known for so <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to take it back because that's, I am who I am, but what can I do? Plus, you know, all kinds of things are happening, but I want to prevent that for you because it is, it can be embarrassing and it can also, you know, not. Okay. So those are some ideas that you can do if you are, like, if you are really struggling and you're upset and frustrated. So let's talk about what you can do to avoid the meltdown altogether. Like before you even get to that point. And it's it's kind of like the things that we do every single day that lead up to uh oh a meltdown is coming. And sometimes we know and get really really self aware and we're like oh gosh I'm I'm something it's coming I can feel it coming. And then other times we don't even realize what's happening. So we have we have to do things in order to prevent that that feeling from sneaking up. So one of the things you can do this is a really helpful thing that people talk a lot about in business. And that's batching activities, like doing the same like minded activity all together. Like if you're doing grades, maybe you're doing, you know, you're grading a project, you're putting grades in um, the grade book you're in, we have this thing called focus, it's so annoying. Um, You're doing things like that. So you're using that kind of task. And maybe it's just Whatever subject that is, all things in science or whatever. Anything, batching is anything that you do like in clumps together, kind of like a time management thing. But also, the point is, is that you're not, your brain isn't switching back and forth between different ways of thinking because that is what takes up time because it takes our brain a little while to catch back up when we move on to the next task. So maybe you're doing all of your lessons together. Maybe you're doing all the setup. Maybe you are, you know, um, putting things like you're getting ready for the next class or whatever, things that you're doing together so that you can kind of batch all those things and be done with that part. And instead of like completely interrupting your thinking all the time, which I feel like is kind of a regular part of being an educator is you're, you're going to get interrupted regularly and it's hard to batch, but if it's possible, if at all possible, try to do it. The other thing I to to avoid like a major meltdown is to over plan. I know it's asking a lot, but if you over plan, you will always have something for the kids to do it. The behavior problem comes in when our kids start getting bored or restless or feel like there's a lull. So you really want them to be super, super busy. And if it's fun, they will leave you alone so that you can get things done. And that is the important thing. I said this last week when I talked about um, my end of the year theme units that I have that you can purchase on TBT. I talked about how important it is to keep them busy. And if they're having a good time, they will really allow you to, to work at work Like we want to work at work, people. We don't want to take things home. We've got to get, we've got to do better at working at work. Middle school teachers, high school teachers, I think they've got this figured out. But elementary school teachers, I don't know why we don't. I feel like we don't have this figured out. It took me a long time to realize that I needed to be working at work and that I couldn't sacrifice my marriage, my kids, my time with my kids, like my whole family to school all the time. So so do some work at work. So give them some activities, let them do some independent learning or independent work. And they need that. They need to become problem solvers. They need to be able to do that. And then you work over in the corner and get things done. So one of the things, and, and I'll just mention this, and you can go back to that episode if you want. But one of the things I talked about was from a camp theme. Like I I do have themed units. And one of them is the one that I did the very first time was a camp theme. But I also have a surf, you know, surfing industry summer and Western and sports and, um, what else? Something else, but I keep slipping my mind and superheroes. That one's fun, but like the things that they can do independently, like there's a reader's theater in each one of those. There's, they create a book you know, recommendation, they have a template that they fill out, and then they create a commercial. So while they're practicing and filming and all that stuff, that gives you a good at least 30 minutes to get stuff done. And then there's math games, and they're playing math games, you know, camp, a camp math game, or they're playing a superhero math game, or whatever um, unit you're doing, or theme you're doing. And that gives you some time, that's another 20 minutes to do fill out placement cards. And then, you know, they're writing a letter to their next year teacher or they're silent reading. Those are the kinds of things that you can plan, activities that you can do so that kids are independent and they are working. And if you overplan, you will never, never run out of, of things for them to be doing. Another thing to do to prevent overwhelm and prevent meltdown is to keep a consistent schedule for yourself, this is just as important it is, as it is for kids. You wanna you know, keep that schedule for yourself. Make sure that you are exercising, that you are eating around the same time of day, that you are going to bed on time, which is another one that I was gonna say, to make sure that you're getting enough sleep or go to bed early or go to bed on time, like have a time, stick with it. And then here's one that I think is important that sometimes we don't think about, and that is to avoid Sugar. Uh, I know this is a tough one, especially coming off of teacher appreciation week. Like it was like sugar overload, but sugar is like it's so bad for our brains. It's so bad for our body. It's hard to resist, but it really doesn't help the situation. It makes things so much worse. And sometimes people get really grouchy when they've been eating a lot of sugar. Or again, maybe that's just me. Another thing that I think we can do is we can take a day off completely. Like maybe one during the week and one during the weekend. Now I understand that, that you feel like you have to go above and beyond and you have a lot of work to do, but we're going to start working at work so that we don't take it home and we can actually take off. I had a friend tell me the other day that for Mother's Day, she asked for them to just let her work. And I was so sad. I'm like, oh, that just makes me so sad. I can think of so many times that I did that when I was teaching in second grade. And I was like, no, no, no. We have to celebrate. We have to let our family celebrate us and love on us. It's so important. And we have to have some time or we are going to be burned out. It's like you're clawing your way to summer. So so make sure that you, you, you're not. So take a day off in the weekend. If you have to work Saturday, fine, but take Sunday off or vice versa. And it's important. And maybe even one day during the week, like maybe Wednesdays, you're like, I'm not going to work. Or Mondays, you're not going to work after school. You're just going to come right home. You're going to listen to one tired teacher. You're going to sit on the couch for a little bit and rest. I think that sounds like a good idea. What do you think? All right. So let's see. Though That wraps up my ideas for preventing a meltdown. We it's just it's important that you do these some of these things or maybe all of these things. Oh, here's another one. If you're not gonna take the time off, then set a schedule and then be finished. So maybe you work until six or seven and then you're no more work after that. And when you set a schedule, you have to be able to trust yourself. If you say seven and then you squeeze into 730, it's like you can't believe yourself. And we have to be able to believe ourselves. I think that's so important. When I first learned that, I was like, oh my gosh, how many times have I lied to myself? I couldn't even believe it. So now when I say I'm finished, I'm like, okay, I'm finished working at this time. I have to be finished. Something to think about. All right. I hope some of these ideas help you get through the end of the year. So something I get to look forward to is jury duty. Oh my goodness. I don't even know which is worse. Testing all day, inventory or jury duty. Um, I'm picking testing. That's worse. I'd rather I'd rather go to jury duty. But I have jury duty the second to last day of school, the day before my birthday. I'm like, "No, not jury duty." I get called all the time. I don't know. I don't know. I must be one of their favorites. Anyway, I want you to hang in there. You got it? It's hard. Summer is almost here. And if you're a member of my Facebook group, Makerspace Thinking and Learning, I'm gonna be starting a summer series on Makerspace and podcasting in the classmen and high engagement learning. It's gonna happen inside the group It's a summer series, and you can join me. I'll be live on Mondays at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time, starting June 14th. Every Monday through July, all the way through June, July, I'm going to show up live, and I hope that you will join me. There will be some freebies, too. And speaking of freebies, don't forget the memory book. I've linked to it in the show notes. If you're driving, it's TrinaDeBrieTeachingAndLearning.com forward slash memory. And don't forget to also join the Makerspace group. And while you're at it, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the show. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what your plans are for the summer. All right. This one tired teacher is inching my way to summer. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight.